Live from our WSBT Radio studios in downtown South Bend. Let's go! Come on! Welcome to Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat. Wow, don't blink. A lot of major intestinal fortitude going on here. On your home for Notre Dame football. Knocked down by Wooden. The game is over. The Irish has upset Florida State. Notre Dame is number one. And Notre Dame basketball. Number one ranked UCLA Bruins have been upset by the Irish of Notre Dame. Good! Alike Okunpawale wins the national championship for Notre Dame. Plus fighting Irish hockey. They score! Jake Evans scores! Notre Dame. 3.7 seconds away from a spot in the national championship game. The NFL and Major League Baseball. Oh my gracious, yeah. how about that? Sports Radio 960 WSBT, WSBTradio.com, the free WSBT radio app. Big time budgets. Now here's your host, seven-time Associated Press Broadcasting Award winner. Darren Pritchett. Well, greetings, everyone. Welcome to Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat on this Thursday, February the 29th of 2024. If your birthday is on February 29th, well, happy birthday. And I'm really curious how you celebrate other years. Do you wait until the day after, the day before? Celebrate any day you want. What a strange thing to have your birthday on February the 29th. So happy Leap Day. And let's leap into some Notre Dame football, Notre Dame basketball, and Hoosier hysteria topics tonight here on two hours of Budweiser's weekday sports speed. My name is Darren Pritchett. We're live on 960 AM WSBT. Live streams are available at WSBTradio.com on our free WSBT radio app and also the feed available in studio on the Twitch app. Good to be with you. I will be off the show tomorrow taking another day off to watch my son in the high school basketball sectionals. Jim Arizari and Eric Hansen, the publisher and editor at InsideIndSports.com, will be co-hosting the program tomorrow. Eric is off today, so he's going to jump on board with Jim tomorrow from 5 to 7 here on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Big night of basketball at Purcell Pavilion. If you're an Irish women's basketball fan, if you're kind of a, a neutral fan of any women's basketball team, you might want to check this out tonight. Number five, Virginia Tech in town to take on the Irish big ACC showdown. Virginia Tech's got a 6-6 forward. That's going to be probably a problem for the Irish tonight. Elizabeth Kitley averaging 23 and 11 per game in All-American. We'll see if the Irish guards can outplay a good group of Tech guards. Should be a good one at Purcell Pavilion. Seven o'clock tip. If you can't make it out, you can tune in to our Notre Dame broadcast on our sister station, Live 99.9. Pre-game coverage at 6.45. Again, tip time, 7 o'clock. And big news for the state of Indiana today when it comes to women's basketball. It is official. The all-time leading women's basketball score in NCAA history, Iowa's Caitlin Clark, 
is foregoing another year of eligibility to enter the WNBA draft and the Indiana Fever have the number one pick in the draft. So you talk about ticket sales <laughs> going through the roof down there at Gainbridge. Caitlin Clark is going to be a member of the Indiana Fever, as she's already announced. She's headed to the WNBA draft. Also down in Indianapolis today, our good friend, former Irish defensive end, Javante Jean-Baptiste, who had such a wonderful year with the Fighting Irish. Boy, I wish we could have him for another season, but you had Jean-Baptiste coming in from Ohio State for one year of football in South Bend. Coach Washington, Coach Freeman, Coach Golden, boy, they got the most out of him. First of all, great pickup. And they've turned him into a pro prospect, and he is down in Indy at the Combine. But just a little bit ago, Ian Rappaport, NFL insider for the NFL Network, tweeted out that Notre Dame defensive end Javante Jean-Baptiste spent last night and this morning dealing with food poisoning. He was throwing up until 10 a.m. this morning. He hydrated all morning, ate at noon after going 24 hours without food, yet he wanted to be out there testing that's a gamer and that will show some nfl teams that this guy is serious about a career in the nfl so rough circumstance for jean baptiste but he is battling through and he is out there testing at the nfl combine today so good luck to him boy what a pleasant surprise he turned out to be for the fighting Irish football team last fall. All right, 12 minutes after 5 o'clock, we have our hat trick of opening topics to get to. We'll talk a little Bears, Justin Fields in just a little bit. Twitter question of the day, 6 o'clock hour, a big dose of Hoosier hysteria. We'll be joined by two coaches who will be leading their teams into sectional semifinals tomorrow night. We'll start things off at about 6.05 with Mishawaka basketball coach Bodie Bender. The 17-7 Cayman will take on South Bend Adams at Mishawaka High School tomorrow at 6 o'clock. And then Derek Deshone, the head basketball coach of Concord. He'll lead his 18-4 Minutemen into the Elkhart sectional semifinal against a really good Warsaw team. That might be the game of the night in the area. It is Concord in Warsaw, 6 o'clock from Northside Gym. We'll talk to Coach Deshaun about his club entering the sectional semifinal right around 6.30 here on WSBT Radio. We'll have some sizzler to wrap up the program here on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. To our hat trick of opening topics, let's start with this 14-team thing that's being talked about. That could reshape the college football playoff again before we even have the reshaped 12-team playoff. Now, why are we talking about going from 12 to 14 teams? TV and money is where we start, and that's where we start with any conversation. The new college football playoff TV deals are being renegotiated, a new batch ready to roll in 2026, and it seems like ESPN has the inside track to spend a billion or two to have the rights to carry all of the college football playoff games. So the reshaping of the TV deals, when you have an opportunity to put together a long-term TV deal, you want to make sure that you get everything you want into this package. And I'm sure ESPN wants as many games as you can give them in the college football playoffs. So, At the very least right now, the best way I can say it is, 
There are discussions, and there appears to be some momentum that we could have a 14-team college football playoff starting in 2026. Let's also keep in mind this. How many times did we start, stop, start, stop, start, stop, trying to go from four to what we're going to have this fall, 12 teams? There always seemed to be something stopping the process. So we'll see if they can pull this off. Now, Bill Hancock put together a one-month deadline in trying to reach an agreement on all this, and that deadline is right around mid-March. So they still have a couple of weeks to figure this out. Now, according to reports from ESPN, there are three major issues going forward. Access to the 14-team playoff through automatic qualification. This is not going to come as a shock. Another issue, division of money. And finally, how will the group be governed? A lot of things have to be worked out. Does it feel like we're going to get to 14 teams for 26? I would imagine so. With that new TV deal that's going to be signed, let's get the playoff the way the presidents, the athletic directors, the chancellors, whomever, let's get it right because let's don't mess around couple of years into the TV deal and start having all these discussions about this and that. Let's let's try to get this settled for at least a little while. Again, don't hold your breath. So when this first came out, the model that's being discussed, and let me emphasize this, apparently there are several models being kicked around, but the one that has gone public and allegedly might be the most realistic option is a 14-team playoff in which the SEC and the Big Ten would get a majority of the automatic qualifiers. So this is how this proposal would break down. And how does this affect Notre Dame? When this first came out, I'm thinking, holy cow, this is a game-changer for Notre Dame. What is their access going to be as an independent? But now we get a few more details, and I'll tell you what, I think Notre Dame's still in great shape to remain an independent. This does not push them over the edge. So who's in in this discussed 14-team college football playoff model? We start with the two whales of college football, the SEC and the Big Ten. They are the two powerhouse conferences right now in college football as they continue to gobble up teams, mainly the Big Ten, who now sits at 18 teams with the addition of our West Coast friends, USC, UCLA, Oregon, and Washington. Now, Tony Petit is the commissioner of the Big Ten, and it sounds like he had some thoughts come to mind, and that's why this model's being talked about. I'm paraphrasing. They're basically saying in the Big Ten of the SEC, we're the best two conferences. We have the best teams. We have the teams that are going to the college football playoff. We are going to have the tougher schedules because of all the good teams that we have. So 
we deserve to have more automatic qualifiers. Now, we all know with college basketball, the regular season helps you seed teams for a conference tournament. From there, the winner of the conference tournament in basketball gets the automatic berth into the field of 68. Then all the other teams in that conference battle for at-large bursts with the rest of college basketball. So one conference gets an automatic berth into the field of 68 in basketball. Well, in this particular model, it's going to be a little different. And I'm wondering how you feel about this. Not only would the conference champion, let's use the Big Ten as an example. If you have a conference championship of Michigan against Ohio State in the Big Ten football championship game, Ohio State wins. Ohio State gets the automatic berth into the college football 14-team playoff. But that doesn't eliminate Michigan. Based on the college football playoff rankings, the next two highest-ranked Big Ten teams get into the field of 14. Let me use an example. Let's use the college football playoff rankings from December 3rd, 2023, which decided that Michigan, Washington, Texas, and Alabama would be in the college football playoff. And using next year's college football map, two from the Big Ten and two from the SEC. So let's say Ohio State is our Big Ten champion. Let's go with the next highly ranked teams. Michigan and Washington, with this example, would be, quote-unquote, second and third in the Big Ten, those three all get automatic bursts. Not just the conference champion, first, second, and third highest-ranked teams in the college football playoff rankings go to the 14-team playoff. The same would hold true for the Southeastern Conference. They would also get three automatic qualifiers. Let's say Alabama beat Texas in the SEC championship game. Alabama gets an automatic berth to the college football playoff. Then we'd have to take the next two highest-ranked SEC teams, which would have been Texas and Georgia. Holy cow. (laughs) That's some heavy hitters going into the playoff. So there is six of your 14 teams right there. And again, you don't have to just win the conference championship to get an automatic bid. You just have to be the other one of the other two highly ranked teams in those two conferences. So we have just taken care of six of the 14 teams in our hypothetical. Michigan, Washington, Ohio State would go from the Big Ten, Alabama, Texas, Georgia from the SEC. So, folks, there's six of our 14 teams right there. We'll get to Notre Dame in a moment. Let's continue on. With this proposal, the ACC and the Big 12 would only get two automatic qualifiers. Do you think that's fair? You look at the ACC using, again, our example in the college football playoff rankings from last December the 3rd. From the ACC, the number five ranked team, Florida State. Let's say they won the ACC championship. All right, they're going in. 
So where is our next ACC team? We have to go all the way down to 15 to find Louisville. So with this model, let's say Florida State won the ACC. They get an automatic berth. And the next highest ranked ACC team is Louisville at 15. Now you kind of see where the Big Ten and the SEC is coming from. Why should we not get more bids than the ACC? Because the ACC can't even put two teams in the top ten. Two automatic qualifiers would come from the Big 12. So where do we start there? Well, we told you the top four teams were all from the Big 10 of the SEC. Five through 10 is Florida State, Georgia, Ohio State, Oregon, Missouri, and Penn State. No Big 12 teams there. Let's keep going. Ole Miss, Oklahoma. They're not in the Big 12 anymore. They're in the SEC. LSU, we get to Arizona. They're at 14. There's one team from the Big 12. Then you have to go all the way down to 20 to find the next highest-ranked Big 12 team, the old Cowboys from Oklahoma State. So the Big 12 would only have number 14 and number 20 in the college football playoff rankings those two would go. So your number 20th ranked team gets in. Do you understand why the Big Ten of the SEC are saying, why shouldn't we get more? Okay, so we have taken care of 10 of our 14 teams by handing out automatic qualifiers, three to the SEC, three to the Big Ten, two to the ACC, two to the Big 12. An automatic qualifier comes from the group of five, Sunbelt. American, MAC, pick your favorite, what we would call mid-level conference. To avoid being sued, you give one of those teams an opportunity to get into the college football playoff. And based on last year's rankings, it would be Liberty, 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 Liberty. Who was at number 23 in the rankings? So that takes care of 11. According to this college football playoff model for the 14-team playoff, we still haven't talked about Notre Dame, where they fit in. Well, here's where Notre Dame comes into the conversation. In the 14-team playoff, there would be three at-large spots. And according to reports, in this 14-team model, the number of at-large spots would go from three to two if Notre Dame is ranked in the top 14 when the final college football playoff ranking comes out. So if Notre Dame is in the top 14, they automatically get into the playoff, which would leave two at-large spots. And that would basically come down to this. The final two spots would go to teams at the best, Fourth in the SEC, fourth in the Big Ten, third in the ACC, third in the Big 12, and that's how you round out your other two spots. Do you see why there's still a very nice path for Notre Dame to get to the playoff and stay an independent? You get into the top 14, and you know what? If you think about it, when Notre Dame is good, that's not a problem. 
if they are a team that is deserving of being a consideration team for the playoff, they're going to be in the top 14. So this right now, right now, the way we understand it, and if we learn more information, I'll come back and correct myself, but the way I perceive this right now, this is not bad for Notre Dame and staying independent. Do they still have a home for Olympic sports? You bet. They're in the ACC. Did they get what they were looking for with a TV deal for their home games? Yep, they've re-upped with NBC. And they still get some cash from the ACC. And finally, do they still have a fair path to the playoff? My answer right now is yes. I don't think this changes the landscape based on what we know about this possible 14-team college football playoff model. I mean, three spots at first kind of seems like not a lot, but if you really think about it, the SEC and the Big Ten were already past their top three teams. Probably, I would bet, the SEC and the Big Ten might grab those other two at-larges because look how far down we had to go for the ACC and the Big 12. So this is basically going to be, if Notre Dame is good enough, they get in as one of the three at-larges. The other two probably go to the SEC and the Big Ten. In fact, we can figure that out right now. So based on what I told you and based on the college football playoff rankings from last year, the cutoff right now, the two teams that would get in using last year's rankings, let me double-check my work. Okay, it would be the eight-seed Oregon out of the Big Ten, and guess who from the SEC? The number nine, Missouri Tigers. So you talk about people grumbling. Let's think about this for a moment. I told you based on this model and based on last year's rankings, Arizona as a 14, Louisville as a 15, Oklahoma State as a 20, and Liberty as a 23-ranked team, they would get in before number 10, number 11, number 12, and number 13. Those four teams, number 10, Penn State, not going. Number 11, Old Miss, sorry. Number 12, Oklahoma. Find something else to do. And the family down in Baton Rouge, the LSU Tigers would be 13. But you know what? They would not be going to the college football playoff because based on this model, you have to have two teams from the ACC, two from the Big 12, a group of five, 14, 15, 20, and 23 get in before number 13, LSU. All right, we'll see you in Columbia. Bring your Columbia jackets. It was a joke. (laughs) Well, that's going to cause a stir, to say the least. But you know what? Based on last year's rankings, Notre Dame would not have made it. They would have been number 16. So they would have been on the outside looking in based on last year's model. But... They were a three-loss team last year and still were number 16, which tells me, I think you would agree, a majority of the time, if Notre Dame goes 10-2, and 
there is a highly, highly good chance they're in the top 14. Now, with this year's schedule, strength of schedule could be a problem for 10-2. and two, But most years, 10-2 and two is going to put Notre Dame in the top 14. And that's why I don't think there is really any reason to get excited about this model. I think there is still a beautiful landscape for Notre Dame football to just keep on going as an independent. Again, we'll have to see how the model plays out, but there's a really good chance going to a 14-team model, this could actually work out really well for Notre Dame because there are a couple of ways you could do a 14-team playoff. One of those would be the number one and number two seeds in the college football playoff rankings would get a bye in the first round, which would mean, for example, 14 would play at three, 13 would play at four, 12 would play at five, on down the line. So we'll have to see if they still have the conference champions getting the top four seeds. But at the very least, three and four are going to have to play based on that possibility. So only two teams would have to win three games to win the championship. The other 12 teams, including Notre Dame, including two other conference champions, would have to win four. So again, this seems to work out just fine for Notre Dame. And they still don't have to play in a conference championship. I've thought about negatives, trying to figure out what would not play well for Notre Dame. Maybe you have something come to mind, and if you have something that comes to mind, always feel free to drop me a message on my Twitter X account, at 960SportsBeat. But this feels really good from a Notre Dame standpoint from what I've been able to read at this particular time. So, we'll have to see if this is going to pan out. The SEC and the Big Ten, they bring a couple of big gavels to the table, and they might be able to get this accomplished. And I got to be honest with you. I do not have a problem with the Big Ten and the SEC getting more qualifiers than the ACC and the Big 12. Until proven differently, which I don't believe is going to happen, And if it does, it's going to be rare. All of the, I don't want to say all, that's not fair. A majority of the powerhouse teams in college football are now in the Big Ten or the SEC if they are in a conference. I'm not talking about Notre Dame here because they're not in a conference. You look at who's the powerhouse teams right now in the Big 12. You could argue Clemson. Yes, Great success winning those national championships, but things have gone in a different direction in Death Valley the last couple of years. They could bounce back, and they could be one of the two teams that could get the spot in the ACC for the college football 14 playoff. And I would expect them to bounce back eventually and be a contender for at least the playoff and maybe the championship. But Right now, look at the teams in the Big Ten and the SEC in last year's college football playoff ranking. I'll name the team from those conferences and how they're ranked. Michigan 1, Washington 2, Texas 3, Alabama 4, 
Georgia 6, Ohio State 7, Oregon 8, Missouri 9, Penn State 10, Ole Miss 11, Oklahoma 12, LSU 13, and then we go down to Iowa at 17. Then we have Tennessee at 21, and that's it. It's a long list of Big Ten and SEC teams that was eventually broken up by Florida State at five, but then there was another breakup until 14 for Arizona. So I am absolutely fine with the Big Ten of the SEC getting one more qualifier than the ACC and the Big 12, and it wouldn't shock me that if Notre Dame claims one of those three at-larges, the Big Ten of the SEC will gobble up those final two spots. That's where we are in college football right now. So not that we're going to get settled very long with a 12-team playoff. The 14-team playoff is a possibility. Notre Dame appears to have really good access, and it sure doesn't seem like anything is going to change around these parts. Except in the Midwest, where it's going to be a whole lot tougher to go through a Big Ten schedule and go undefeated like Michigan did last year. Their schedule last year compared to this year, holy Toledo. And with the talent differential and head coach differential, they are bracing for a very interesting year up in Ann Arbor in 2024. All right, 536 at Sports Radio 960 WSBT. We'll take a timeout. We'll get to a couple more opening topics. Hope you learn something and enjoy that conversation on what could be a 14-team playoff coming to college football in 2026 and how Notre Dame appears to still be in awfully good shape. If things pop up where we see things differently, we'll revisit it. But right now, if you're an Irish fan, just came out like, okay, cool. Let's tee it up. Let's win four and go home with a title. 536 at Sports Radio 960 WSBT. 